Betrayed. Welcome back to The Betrayed. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. And thank you again for those reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you yourself have a story of betrayal that you would like to be heard, please reach out to any of our socials. They'll be linked at the bottom in the description. First off and foremost, I want to say I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you're from America. Um, I'm recording this just before Thanksgiving. I'm excited for it. It's one of my favorite holidays of the season, or of the year, I should say. G, unfortunately, is not here with us today again. She's still having some computer issues. But we're going to do a little short episode with just me. And uh, we're going to start off with something a little more positive. Um, This is an article that's a little bit more for the kids, not necessarily go grab your kids. But a study during lockdown shows that video gaming, even for hours, can help your mental health. A study published by the University of Oxford has demonstrated that video gaming during lockdowns increased mental well-being due to a variety of factors, and that the time spent playing was not the most critical factor. The combination of national lockdowns across Europe and North America and Christmas season likely has video game developers whose industry didn't take much of a hit during the economic contraction from COVID-19 pandemic, they're expecting increased sales. However, as a preprint study by the Oxford University, scientists demonstrated it might not be a bad thing to get a copy of Animal Crossing or Plants vs. Zombies in your stocking this year. That is because, as Professor Andrew Plablitsky, and I'm sorry if I butchered that, director of research at the Oxford Internet Institute found that long-lasting use of poor scientific methods to measure the effects of gaming on individuals' mental well-being has potentially obscured the benefits, especially social, especially in lockdown, that complex and engaging video games can can provide. Recent evidence suggests self-reports of digital behaviors are notoriously imprecise and biased, which limits the conclusions we can draw draw from the research on time spent on video games and well-being, explains Poblinski in a paper that is yet to be published. Video games can provide positive or calming stimulation to the mind, as things like interacting with well-designed characters, dialogue, or storylines can be even more engaging than the same three aspects in other things like films, since since in video games you get to act out the story. One study found that there can be physiological changes that games like Tetris can place you in. Flow states that reduce anxiety and can help prepare for stress, stressful situation. Plavlinsky's study utilized self-reporting but only for the measure of mental well-being and not critically for game time. Working with Electronic Arts and Nintendo of America, we've been able to combine academic and industry expertise, Plavlinsky told Oxford University Press. Through access to data on people's playing time, for the first time we've been able to investigate the relation between actual gameplay behavior and subjective well-being, enabling us to deliver a template for crafting high-quality evidence to support health policymakers. 3,274 players of Plants vs. Zombies Battle for the Neighborville and Animal Crossing New Horizons completed self-reporting surveys of mental well-being which produced stunning data. Only 25 players of Plants vs. Zombies reported between one to six hours for positive, well, 
excuse me, only 25 players of Plants vs. Zombies who reported between 1 to 6 for positive mental well-being rather than 0 to negative 6 had close to more than 40 hours of a total account playtime over two weeks. The overwhelming majority had between 0 and 20 hours. Perhaps the more dramatic finding was among the players who reported a negative for mental well-being. There were only three who logged more than 20 hours, truly issuing a blow to the idea of addictive video gaming being bad for mental health, as those who weren't experiencing joy of some kind didn't play very much at all. In other words, if they felt bad, they stopped. Animal Crossing held much more of the same story, with the majority of players playing between 0 and 20 hours, and the majority reporting positive mental well-being. Animal Crossing is a little more complex, and so unsurprisingly there is more hours logged, as well as far more players in general. Even still, there were only 20 players who reported negative mental well-being that had been logged 40 or more hours in Animal Crossing. The study measured feeling of autonomy, related, relatedness, competence, enjoyment, and feeling pressured to play, as well as other questions that measured the enjoyment of online social interaction. Our findings show video games aren't necessarily bad for your health. There are other psychological factors that had significant effects on a person's well-being, writes Poblinski. In fact, play can be an activity that relates positively to people's mental health, and regulating video games could withhold those benefits from players. I thought this was a really cool article and a little bit of a slap in the face to some of those moms that said that video games were going to rot your brain <clears throat> i'm not saying all but um like they said they're talking about two specific games two that i feel are very age appropriate for young kids um i i i thought it was a cool little thing that uh seems to be getting overlooked right now i got two more these are a little a little more dark u.s marshal find 27 missing children in virginia a rescue operation in Virginia resulted in the recovery of 27 missing children, according to the U.S. Department of Justice. Deputy U.S. Marshals led the five-day effort dubbed Operation Find Our Children. They collaborated with agencies, Fugitive Tax Force, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and state and local agencies. The operation resulted in the rescue of 27 children and safe location of six others, who were reported missing but found in the custody of their legal guardians, U.S. Marshals said in a news release on Friday, and this was back in early November. Many of the recoveries occurred in large population centers, the news release said. However, seven occurred in less populous areas, including Renook and Abington. The Department of Justice is dedicated to protecting the most vulnerable children in our society. And Operation Find Our Children does just that, Deputy Attorney General Jeff A. Rosen said in a statement. While Virginia Operation is most recent recovery of endangered and missing children led by the U.S. Marshals Service this year, we have also recovered more than 440 kids in Georgia, Ohio, Indiana, Louisiana, and other states. Because of the initiative, the recovered children are now out of harm's way, Rosen said. The U.S. Marshal Service has recovered missing children in 75% of the cases it has received in the last five years. Giant praise to all of them. This is, I don't understand why these headlines don't get bigger news. Um, great job. This is the type of policing we want to see. I got nothing negative to say about any of that. Now this 
This last one I got for us. I'm, I'm probably going to have to censor some of the trigger words in here. But this is, uh, I think, going to go down in Australian's history books as one of the worst child abuse cases. Uh, this is from the BBC, reported on November 11th. Child abuse. Australian police find 46 victims of global network. Australian po police say they have rescued 46 children and arrested 14 men after an investigation into an international child abuse network. The victims were allegedly subjected to crimes including civil stress and other forms of exploitation. The investigation also led to three arrests in the U.S. and identified suspects in Europe, Asia, Canada, New Zealand. The case is believed to be one of the biggest of its kind in Australia. All victims were aged between 16 months, 16 months, a child, and 15 years old. The Australian Federal Police, the AFP, said 16 of the victims had attended one child care center. The 14 men faced a total of 828 charges, as well as GLIC charges involving four animals. Yuck. It's just icing on the nasty cake. Authorities said the network produced and shared images and videos online. One of the most serious cases involved a suspect who worked in the child care center in New South Wales and had access to 30 children. The 27-year-old man faced more than 300 charges, including his partner, 22 years old, was also facing charges. Police said family of the children at the center have been notified. The year-long investigation began after a tip-off from U.S. investigators about an Australian internet user, the AFP said. That led to the arrest of Febu in February of a 30-year-old man in the town of Wong, Wyong, and north of Sydney. He was charged with 89 offenses, including abuse to two children. Police said the case led them to a social media forum where pictures and videos were produced and shared. Each warrant led to the discovery of more alleged offenders and more children to be said, said the AFP in a statement on Wednesday. The suspects, aged between 20 and 48, included a volunteer soccer coach, an electrician, a chef, a supermarket employee, and a disability care worker. See, it can be anyone. That's just a whole mashup of different people. Eight men were arrested in New South Wales, while three were arrested. Each three arrests each were made in Queensland and Western Australia. Police did not give details on of the investigations overseas. These men allegedly produced seedlash material for the depraved pleasure of their peers, with absolutely no thought to the lasting effect their actions would have on these children. Said the AFP. Commander Christopher Woods. That's right. No child should be subjected to abuse and violence from people who hold high positions of trust in their lives, whether it be family members, childcare workers, or a soccer coach. Amen to that. That I, I you, you see all these people with their with their hashtag that I'm not going to say, looking for the uh, the cash of children with the elite, and they overlook. Just the regular run-of-the-mill people doing it. 46 children, 16 months as young. I wish G was here so I could just run this off of her and get her opinion of disgust from it. But I think that's going to wrap it up for today. I really, really want to thank all of you who have continued to support us. I would like, again, be safe out there during holiday shopping. This will be released uh, the day after Black Friday. Be safe, be rational, be kind to each other. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing.
Until next time, Banana Cats. Much love. Peace.